Hey, welcome to a Lincolnshire Spirit Seekers podcast. And today I am talking to Jay Jacob. Well, my name is Richard Jacob. I am the lead member and founder of Darksiders Paranormal Society. I have been paranormaling for quite a few years now. When I was younger, I saw a lady in white at the end of my bed, stood over with blonde hair and white gown, around 75 to 80 years old. When I did the history of the house, a woman died a hundred years before the house. In the house. Ever since I've been in, been into paranormal. And can you tell me a little bit more about it, Jay? And hi. Hi, hi there. Um, yeah, no problem. Um, when I was uh, quite a young lad, um, I literally like went to bed one night and... I just literally, I don't know if I was half asleep or, or anything, but I literally just had my work up with my eyes open and I saw this uh, lady at the bottom of the bed and she literally uh, just stood there in the white gown, blonde hair, uh, blonde hair and she literally just standing there for about, i say about 45 minutes to an hour. She did that for about two, two and a half weeks, day after day. Did it scare you at the time? At first it did because, I, like I said, I didn't know if I was in a really deep sleep or I was like half asleep or anything. I was just dreaming it. Then, like I said, day after day, she just kept standing there and it just kept, um, what's the word? Uh, I just kept basically look, looking over to see if I was uh, okay and stuff, so... Sort of like a guardian angel or guiding spirit. Yeah. What inspired you to get into paranormal? Um, well, since when I saw that lady in that, I've always wanted to, to go into it, but I didn't know who to go through and that. So for the last few years, I teamed up with an, an old team and we went to some of uh, where we used to live, went to old, uh, old abandoned pubs, OAPs, care homes, schools, the lot, and since then, I've been more into it. I see you have your own paranormal group. I do, yes. And what is the name of that group? It's the Darksiders Paranormal Society. And where are you based? Uh, Skegness in Lincolnshire. Oh, I've been to Skegness when I was a child. Butlins. Oh, wow. Yeah, I used to work at Watlands. <laughs> yeah, when you said that, I thought, well, what a coincidence. <laughs> we, we we went there, we, um, we only went there about once, and I remember the yeah. wrestling being on. Oh, it, it's still on now and again. And the days of Big Daddy and giant haystacks, yeah. and makes me feel I old. I remember all of them. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, um... Now, you've said about your early experiences you inspired you to be a ghost. How do you go about doing your investigations? Um, I look up uh, where I can, see what abandoned places that I've known or haven't been known to have the paranormal. I go out and uh, look at the buildings, uh, see if, there's, if, we could get, if I can get in, and if I can get in, uh, just go around, see if it's safe for myself to... To look, and if it is, just uh, then I'll come back on the night time 
take the, do the pictures, do the full investigation, do some videos, do some night uh, nighttime videos as well on that. So, it, can that be potentially dangerous? It, it can be if you don't know what you're doing. That's why when we when I go to have a look at the uh, to a, like abandoned location, I need to see if if it's been damaged or if it's been like fire damage or anything like that. I suppose because the floorboards could be unsafe or something like that. Yeah, exactly, and uh, and the roof could could have come down and that. So, do you have to seek permission to go in these places? Um, some of the locations we do, or some of the locations, are literally have just been abandoned for that many years. Uh, either the owners have just got up and vanished. <coughs> so it's not an issue with any legalities of such. No, no, it's it's not now. I just wanted to clear that up, just in case someone's thinking, oh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> now I I know you're you um you're connected to Martin. Ali, I am, yep. And that you're doing the. Paracom, is that correct? Yes, we are, yeah, on the 13th and the 14th of October at the Bargate in Grimsby. Now, I think that it looks an exciting event. I've seen some of the people that are going there and being speakers, we, we, and I think... We've got some really amazing mediums, a few good talkers. We've also got myself. We've got the Lincolnshire Spirit Seekers, who... who is Martin, we've also, also had the Legacy Paranormal as well, we've also got other people coming, it's also, we're also doing a, a family, family fun day as well, face painting, etc, we're also doing stalls as well. I think it's a clever idea because a lot of these events are basically based in America, and a lot of yeah. people like me can't afford to go to America because A, it's a very expensive trip. Exactly. That's why we're. That's what we are doing it for. For for us to get to places like the America and that to show what we can do, what we like to do, and and that. So. I know most of the tickets are going quite well, and um, would you like to mention where people could go? Because there, there might be people listening thinking, "Oh, I like to go. Um, that place is out." The tickets are on our website, the Lincolnshire Spirit Seekers. Um, www.linkishspeakers.com it shows you the link and that to get to buy the tickets I recommend people go and hurry quickly because they are selling quite well uh, I, if, I, if, if, if I was people I would literally go straight uh, as quick as possible because the tickets are going like there's no tomorrow well, as I said before it, it's a, a good, great idea I mean I was invited by Martin to come myself, but obviously I can't because of my disabilities. But yeah. I, I'm going to be there in spirit. I, I've had the idea that we we could do like um, a little mini podcast from the, the um, yeah. event, like somebody well, can go in. Like, is, like this a, is what we're trying to do: get people while we're there, trying to get people to listen to what, like myself, what I've experienced, what I do, what Martin does, and what the other t- paranormal teams do as well. Yeah, I felt like a Big Brother-style diary room. You could go yeah. in a little bit big, big, big Big Brother little-style diary room, either do like a yeah. Facebook yeah. version or do like a little yeah, audio, and then we could... Yeah, this is, what, this is what we're trying to do in that, so... I think that would work, because I think it's a it clever would. idea. Because people can go in and say, um, 
like not even the, the presenters. It could be someone who's actually at the event could go in and say, yeah. oh, I like this, but could we try this next time? Because it's a new idea. Yeah. And there may be things exactly. that you might not people might think, oh, could you have done that next time? Yeah. This is, this is what we're trying to... If we, if, if we make mistakes, the people who are there or people who are watching, they can turn around and say, oh, maybe you can do whatever X, Y, and Z next time, or it, it, it was brilliant, we'd love to come again. Because obviously setting up a big event is a lot of... It's a lot of pressure getting the right guests. Uh, I know... I know the venue was hard to get hold of as well. It was. Much love and respect goes out to Martin Alley of the Lincolnshire Spirit Seekers. He's done all the hard work. He's gone out, got us the location. He's gone out and basically nearly left himself broke because of the, the power coming up. Well, he, as you say, he's, he's trying to promote a, a good idea in my book. The principle yep. behind what, how he set it up is very good, and mm-hmm. I like I like that theory about being a big community and not being yeah. like um, against each other like sometimes we can be. Yeah. I'm a great believer that we, if we should share information. Yeah, this is what um, I'm trying to do as well. Trying to get everyone's name out there. We're trying to get. Uh, other paranormal teams to join us where we can help them get more people to interest in them we can also do a YouTube channel for them as well yeah I saw that little advert I like that advert thank you very much I think it was quite a clever little advert nice but I like promos that are short and sweet and clever yeah because you may have seen I do little promos now and again and I just yeah. try, I just try and think of starved ideas sometimes. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. I did one exactly. once. I did one yeah. once, right? And it basically yeah. was a, a radiator. And yeah. I filmed a radiator and I did a voiceover of it. Over it. Oh, wow. And it got over 100 likes. Wow. <laughs> so it was. was a <laughs> just shows you. The mad world oh, that wow. you cannot guarantee anything. You just can't guarantee anything in life. Yeah, exactly. I see that you like doing your own promoting as well, because I saw your T-shirts and the yeah. mug that you... Sh- I think it was a mug and the hat, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I've got... um starting to still my sort of merchandise is, is like I'm selling hoodies caps, beanie hats, uh, mugs, phone cases, uh, t-shirts, etc, etc, and, and whatever, uh, we go, whatever the, we sell them at, we go, that goes to the paranormal family, where it's all been shared out to different paranormal teams, where we can buy new equipment, go to new locations and stuff, so. Yeah, see, that's important to mention as well, see, people think, Oh, it just goes into your pocket. But obviously, you're trying to put it back into the... Because as we all know, I, uh, paranormal equipment is a very expensive... It is. Very, the more you get into it, the more expensive it's going to cost you. I talked yeah. to someone the other day that customises EVP equipment, turns them into teddy bears and dolls yeah. and stuff like that. Bob Christopher, he was called. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> of Votex Gear. Yeah. You may have heard of him, but... Yeah, I had a good chat with him on my radio show. Him and his partner, Gina Bergston. Of, um, yeah. So that was an interesting talk. Wow. I get to talk to some weird and wonderful people in the world of paranormal. <laughs> because I'm no, getting more drawn to it. As you know, as you know my, why I got into paranormal, because my near-death experience. Wow. That 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 that's what drew me because basically I was in a coma. Yeah. For three weeks. Because uh, um, oh. I had blood sugar one two four when they got the count. So basically, yeah. I was, um, my wife was told I was going to die, but she obviously kept faith. Yeah. And whilst I was in the coma, I heard a woman's voice I've not heard before or since, telling yeah. me to wake up. And then I had an overwhelming feeling to get wake up I've never had before. Yeah. I seriously believe that it was wow. my guardian angel or spirit guide. Yeah. And you can tell me all the medical evidence in under the sun, and I will not. I will still argue that point. Wow. And yeah. also, the, the reason why I call myself Ghost Man is because whilst I was in the coma, I was neither in the real yeah. world or the next world. Oh wow. So there's some interesting facts. So uh, we all, we all have uh, some sort of la- uh, guardian angel in our life somewhere. Well, I seriously believe that. Yes, I don't disbelieve. Yes, I, I do as well. I think we don't know they're there until they're needed. Exactly. It's like when I lost my mum 15 years ago. I knew somewhere in the last 15 years my mum was around. Probably at moments when you didn't realise that you needed her. Yeah, exactly. And when, and when, the, when the, for example, if when I feel that one day when I'm down, my mum's there. I mean, people don't realise how close you are to people until they're gone. Exactly, until until it's too late. Yeah, so I mean, I've lost my mother last year, and I can I can sympathise with that. I I, yeah. I mean, my mum wasn't. She had problems with OCD, and she could get over yeah. the top with anxiety. But she was my mum. I loved her. Dinner. Exactly. She was there nearly all my life. Uh, exactly. People don't people don't understand that when they've lost mum or even any parent, what what how hard it is to go through. It is very difficult, and uh, there's no it right is. way. There's no right way or wrong way to grieve. I think people got this set way that you should grieve. And I I used to do mental health, so I know the stages of grief because yeah. I've studied it. But yeah. there's no set in stone way of how to grieve you we all grieve in our own different ways and my fear yeah. is as long as you know you, you look at a picture one day or you hear a song or you um see something in the news say i watch dallas and i remember yeah. sitting down with my mum watching dallas because we, we used to watch it religiously so when yeah. that comes up i remember my mum straight away that kind of thing yeah yeah do you ever get that kind of Feeling? I do uh, by a certain artist uh, who my mum used to listen to all the time, and when that person comes on, it brings back the good times that me and my mum used to have. I think this, I, I, I bet it makes you feel quite nice inside. It, it does deep down. Then I, then I know she's when these songs are playing. I know she's looking over me. So. 
Well, there's a lot of theory behind that. There's a lot of um, people that believe that. I mean, there's, uh, there's also the theory, obviously, of reincarnation, which I'm not yeah. too sure about myself. I'm not. I'm not talked to enough people about who've been through it. To... Yeah. I would. T- I think it's like the Buddha belief that little bits of us are reincarnated. I could believe that. Yeah, true. But not the full. You don't know until you. You don't know until you've literally gone on to the other side, so... No, that's, 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 they always say space is the final frontier, to borrow a uh, word. It, it is. <laughs> but de- death is the final frontier. Mm-hmm. It, it's the, all the one that everybody's going to have. Yeah. And it makes us all equal, no matter what religion or hatred we have for someone. Yeah, true. That makes us all equal in that way. And it's the one yeah. thing... I think we all experience in different ways. Exactly. I think it's all down to the attitude you have towards it. Yeah, exactly. I think when you're young, you don't you think you don't fear it. You think you're in, yeah, you're invi- right. invincible. But as you get yeah, older, until you, until you get older and not so. Yeah. I mean, as you get, I mean, I'm past fifty now, and you, you start seeing things about funeral plans every minute of the yeah, day. Exactly. <laughs> And I'll get that through the post and think, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> but I suppose that what they're doing in one, one sense, I don't like it, but the other sense, I can see why they do it. Yeah, that's what I agree as well. So, <laughs> so um, have you done any other stuff with your paranormal? Have you been on YouTube or have you done a radio show or anything? Um, like? I am also I am on YouTube. Um, a, a YouTube channel is called The Darksiders Paranormal Society. Um, all, every location I do, even if it's just like pictures or just normal videos, uh, I upload them. So if, if people want to come across, subscribe to my channel and hit that notification. So, like I said, all my, everything, it's got, everything I do it goes up there and also on my Facebook pages as well. Yeah, I've seen a few of them and they're quite... Good. One you sent me the other day was very convincing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could definitely see that. I could definitely see there was something there. I mean, it wasn't. Oh yes, it's it's, sorry, it's like when I went to uh, Pontefract. I did thirty East Drive. I had uh, special permission from somebody, and I literally went uh, went upstairs to the one of the bedrooms, started to do my video, and within what couple of minutes, I got things thrown at me. And when I went went downstairs into the kitchen, started did my second video. I could hear like the old jewelry box playing. I asked the p- person who gave me the permission, "Is there a jewelry box here or?" And that the person turned and said, "There is one, but it, it's it's never ever worked since it's been there." Wow. And I've and I've got both of them all on my video. Well, sometimes I think people don't realise. I mean, like here, we I think we may be haunted. I can't prove it, but there's certain little things that happen. Like, yeah. the radio suddenly goes crackly, and you can yeah. hear like a, not like a proper noise, but like something there. Yeah. Like something's interfering with it. Yeah. And we had we've had um, lights going off for no reason. Computers working yeah. for no reason. Yeah, you can't. I've been on my radio show, and suddenly yeah. the noises will be come up for no reason. 
I can't prove that it is. I mean, obviously, Peter might say, yeah, he's just all his head. He's probably had no sleep. Yeah, exactly. But, um, also, I've had... I, I know this is going to sound really weird now, but sometimes I get... Sh- I don't see things, I hear things, but I get yeah. sense of, strange sense of smell sometimes. Yeah, that that can happen. I had the smell of death one day, and the other day I could smell wow. fish. Really strong. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and nobody had eaten fish. And the only place yeah. I could smell it was in the kitchen. Nowhere else in the house. Wow. I couldn't understand it. It just, it was, it, you know when you smell something, it really hits your nose. Yeah. It, 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 well, you know, people, when I tell people, they go, yeah, okay, Mark. <laughs> I think it could be possibly residue of my coma. I'm not too sure. I think I'll have to ask someone who knows a bit yeah. more about it if, if if it could be. Or, or it could be uh, whatever it was before, wherever you had before you lot moved in. It could be could be something else or or something else. Or... Well, you've have to be looking into the history, but it's very difficult to find out the history because. Obviously, if, um, the new laws that have come in lately, yeah, it's got very difficult with a general data thing. Exactly. I mean, I found trying to even find information about paranormal stuff is very, very difficult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you think the, the government may have done that on purpose because they don't like the... Well, what people may call the underground culture in some ways. I know, I know paranormal isn't underground, but you know what I mean, the, the yeah, way it's treated. Uh, well, I think that they have uh, stopped people trying to get access to the, that location and, I mean, and, did, and damage it or graffiti it or trying to burn it, do you know what I mean? Hmm. Do, do you, I mean, I imagine that you, when you go somewhere, I know that you would treat it with utter respect. You would, you know, you go in... And you don't do any more than that's already. Uh, when uh, when when I go to a location, if for example, I think once I'm, I'm in that location, obviously I respect that property. Obviously, I do my videos, I do the investigation that I need to. Then, at least then just leave. I don't do like any damage or anything. I know, I know you're... Do you do any sort of blessings before you go in the house? Before I do. I um, I've got my own, like, words that before I go in, I, I say it. Then when I leave, I, I uh, de-cleanse myself as well. Because I read something the other day, if you don't do that, you could end up with attachments. You can. If you go in... Uh, with saying you're gonna see a ghost or you're gonna get some activity, and that, and if that location has been known for its paranormal, then that thing that will get attached to you, then you won't know until you've got home, and you want next minute you could be t- you could turn really nasty and go on to a family member. That family member can catch it as well. It basically can turn against each other. Hmm. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm talking to someone called James Creech um, Jr. Yeah. about that, and he was saying that he has to do that process, what you just mm-hmm. said, because he, he said, you know, if you don't, it will take it will come take you over without you even knowing it. And I was quite shocked about that. 
it's like, for example, uh, where I did an abandoned school, uh, when I went with, like, an, with the old team, uh, we, we went there and we didn't know the history about it. The place was that much delicate. And things got attached to myself. And when, by the time I got home, I was a totally different person. I took it out on friends, I took it out on family members, a lot, so. And I suppose it's hard to convince people, I'm not, not disrespecting you in any way, that, that, mm-hmm. that it was the spirit that was doing this. Uh, well, when we found out, when we did the history about it, there was two people that died. There was a headmaster who had his head basically... Uh, cut off basically and there was a young child that died in a swimming pool and when we when we kept going back we, we captured some amazing pictures and basically we saw what we thought was the child and also the the headmaster wow <laughs> scary <laughs> it is but we also we've got it on an EVP session that we did was the we heard the headmaster walk on the top floor which is not the floor's not there anymore we could hear him walking with his cane see this is the part that people see the things on television and i don't knock television because obviously it gets people interested in the paranormal but they they only show the glory bits as i would call it exactly they don't show the full things that they that they want to see I mean, because I mean, most most paranormal investigations could take days or weeks, exactly, or even exactly. months. And you may have to wait. They they might not. The ghost might just think, "Well, sorry, I'm not talking to you today." <laughs> it's like um, like it's like tonight. I'm going to a location that I've been numbers of times, and we've picked up uh, we've picked up names. We've picked up. Uh, full-on apparitions with basically seen a lot of things we've done spirit boxes and we've also done other stuff as well and uh, i'm going with a team called the spirit storms who i've been before so do you think it's important to mix science in with the psychic as well well yeah it depends if there's a person was a psychic and that, and they came and says, "Oh, I picked this up, or I picked that up, or no, there's nothing here, but we know there is," then we know that person's not the a, a proper psychic. Hmm. I, yes, it's like it's difficult. I mean, like everything, there's fakes in this world, unfortunately. Exactly. I mean, most of the mediums I've spoken to have come across very genuine, and I've had a couple of readings. Yep. And I never asked them. I've just got them out completely out of the blue. Wow. <laughs> I was talking to a lady. I think her name is Laurie. Can't remember yep. her last name. Sorry. But I was Go talking ahead. to her, and suddenly she had a reading coming through for me. Yeah. And she was going, "Oh, I've got to tell you something." And went, "Okay." <laughs> and then she's telling me all these things, and I was going. Yeah, you got that right, but you got yeah. that wrong. I didn't try to give her too much information, obviously, because I didn't want yeah. a um, cold reading. You know, no, I'm not yeah. saying she was, but you know that we all know there's a method you can use. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, 
I didn't give her too much, but she was pretty, I would say, 80% accurate, which is very good. Yeah. Because people keep thinking it's like an exact science, but it's not like a... I think spirits see the world differently from us. Exactly, because you get a lot of people who are saying, oh, there's nothing there, or oh, once you've died, you've died, but we get, we get the other people saying, yeah, we've had this experience, we've had that experience, we've seen this, we've seen that, so... Do you think they, when they try to communicate, do you think, because they can't... I think they can speak, but they can't speak how we are now. I think... Yeah, exactly. The, the user... The, uh, if we use, a like a, for example, a digital recorder, they use their energy what they can to speak into that, because obviously we can't hear it with our own ears. That's why we use that device. And once we finish with that device, we listen to it to see if we can hear anything that's been picked up. I imagine sometimes you have to go through hours and hours of audio. Exactly. Also, when we do the videos as well, if, for example, we did a, a, a nighttime one and we used a, a still camera or any other camera, and um, obviously we take like hundreds and hundreds of pictures, and out of them, like hundreds and hundreds of pictures, if one of them's got like a like a, like a, an orb or an apparition or something on there, we know that's what we picked up. Yeah, I, I, I think that now that the more groups are trying to intermix more mm-hmm. better and giving more information for each other, I imagine sometimes there is a bit of a clash. Sometimes some groups won't give out information, yeah. which I think is a bit silly, really, because... Yeah, because it's like I've, I've asked a few uh, explorer groups, I've asked, I've asked some paranormal groups, oh, where's the location? Oh, we can't... Disclose it, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's quite silly, really, because I mean, if people use their nouns, they probably could look it up anyway. Exactly, that's what that's what how I started, started off this group, uh, paranormal team. I looked up online where, uh, where I know these abandoned buildings or even like abandoned churches and stuff. So, do you believe in the theory that? I mean, I know I've probably got you from the film, I think. I can't remember if it's true or not. But a lot of people think if you build on top of a graveyard, you are going to provoke the ghosts or the spirits. Well, um, technically, you could do if you didn't literally didn't know what you was doing. But there's also the theory of no. Yeah, I think, as you say, it's always good to have theories. I mean, I don't mind if they're dismissed because it's important. It's like, I mean, like I got a couple, two, I got two theories that I like. I think yeah. I like the fact that I think that God is not a, a being. I think he's like an energy force, mm-hmm. and like when we die, our energy force joins him like a hive. That's theory yeah. number one. Yeah. And my more controversial theory, like I like to put out there, and I, I, I. I I think I use it as a way to debate. I do believe it's sl- true a little bit, but I like to throw it out there. My yeah. other theory is that God is a schizophrenic, because yeah. it says in the Bible that we're made in God's image, and we are both yeah. good and evil. And that's my argument. I know it's not a very convincing argument. It's not a scientific argument, but well, yeah. I like to bring that up as a debate because I think it's an interesting debate. 
Well, yeah, true. What, what are your we all, theories? We all, um, we all believe in God in our own ways. Me, I, be, I believe in God because I am a Christian and I believe there is life after death. Yeah, what do you, what form would you think it takes? Do you think that we are given a heaven that we want to have? Like, in our head, we've all got our own vision of what heaven we would like to be in. Yeah. Me, what heaven I would like is where everything is so, so perfect, you will not have to worry about nothing. Basically, what, if you was alive, what you could have had if you was alive, but obviously you, you passed on and that, so... Well, I I, actually, I think a lot of our um, ability to know about the paranormal comes from early man, because early man had to yeah. be perceptive to the environment they live yeah. in. I think elements of that are still in our brain, and that's what yeah. helps us pick pick it, get into paranormal or cryptozoology yeah. or yeah. other fields like similar. How much research do you have to do? Uh, it, it, what, for the locations? Yeah. It depends what location it is. If it's, for for example, the abandoned church in Skidbrook, where I think everybody knows the history now, but if you didn't know anything about it, just put the name in, and that, then it'll tell you everything about what's gone on, what people have seen, what people have captured. Do you think more people like yourself are starting up on their own? Well, if you if you try, if you're trying to start up on your own, be careful about the locations you want to do. Get the get the history behind it. And if you go to that location, don't go on your own because anything could happen to you. You could have an accident when no one knows that you've had one. That's why you always go either with a, uh, with a few people or a group of you. I imagine you always have a first aid kit just in case. Yes. <laughs> now, what would your advice be to someone who said, oh, yes, I would like to do something similar to like join a paranormal group and get involved. If 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 that if that person wants to like join like for example my team, just get in contact with me. Uh, tell me a bit about yourself. How old you are? Where you're located? Um, are you willing to travel to locations? And it'll be are you willing to do like overnighters, for example? And a lot of people, what people don't have to do is a lot of commitment and also yep. have a job of their own at the same time. Exactly, that's why we're doing it voluntary at the minute until we've got everything where we want to be. Once that's all been done, we're expanding everyone's paranormal team that we've got out there to different locations, hopefully to go abroad as well. Yeah, because in America, the, the, the teams do things slightly different. Yeah. I talked to the way they do things. I mean, there's similar styles in one way, but they advertise a lot more. They do a lot of more, um, like, bigger events, if you 
like yeah. say the word. Yeah. But it's, like, it's like myself. It's like myself. I'm doing an event in September at eight at two locations where people can come and join myself and other team members to come and do the paranormal investigation with us to experience it, even if it's for the first time. And where could they where can they go to get access to that? Um, the one uh, uh, you can go onto my page and look down and on there they should be uh, it's they've got two uh, events that I've organised and just click on it just either send me a message on it or to tell or just say that you're going and I'll get back to you on both on either the one of them. Now. I uh, I think that it's important because people like me who uh, can't make things or go there yeah. that we can help in a different way with the paranormal yeah, exactly. experience. Now I like to do my podcast. I think that yep. one way of doing it. I wonder if people may be able to help you out with audio or. Yeah, this is what we're trying to. This is what well for myself uh, trying to get new members who know how to do the video ed- editing. The um, audio ed- editing, who's willing to come on invest uh, locations with myself to uh, to do the investigations as well, and that's um. Oh, so you could go to get someone that may be able to go for it at home, as long as they don't share it obviously with anyone else. But they could go yeah, through exactly. some, go through some of the audio and just say, "Oh, I've heard this," and then send it back yeah. to you. I think that exactly. could be a good idea. I mean, obviously, it's a bit is of a tra- trust thing, but I'm sure there's people yeah. out there that are trustworthy. Yeah, this is what we're trying to do. This is why we, if people get in contact with myself or with mine or with anybody, the other teams and that, saying, yeah, I'm interested. I've, I've, had, I've had this done. I've had that done. Or I'm good at this. I'm good at that. Then we'll get in contact with them saying, uh, can you tell us more about yourself and stuff? So... And if we're willing, if they're willing to say, yeah, um, we can travel, we don't mind volunteering, or we, we, I'm a driver, we'll come pick you up and stuff, so. Yeah, so I think that's important that you've mentioned that, because, see, a lot of people think, oh, God, I've got to go pay this, I've got to pay that. Yeah. But, but it, it, if you just want to dip your toe, to say you want to dip your toe, you, you're not, you're like, fully committed. But you just want to dip your toe, uh, just, go, it, just go with if one... people come one, and did it part-time, maybe once, twice a week. Exactly. And, and then then they can get a flow of it. Yeah. And then they might think, oh, this is for me. Yeah. Because <laughs> like you mentioned before, it's not, it's not for everybody, because it can have emotional and physical contact. Yeah. And people that's say, why when we that's why when we go to do, to do the locations we act very professional. We know what we're doing because we've done it for X amount of years now. So I imagine you don't do what some people do: go out the way to provoke. No. <laughs> you know they beat the stick a little bit. You know, saying, "Oh, yeah. I won't say it because I'm stirring anyone up." But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't like I don't like those kind of groups. I think that's wrong. Exactly. Then they, then when they go to the, that their location, they but yeah, yeah, we've done this, John, and that's. But we, know, if we go to that location, they're done, and 
and we catch something different, we know they're provoked to whatever is there. Do you have to make sure that you've um, checked for electrical interference or cars driving yeah, um, past? And... It's like if, it's like if we went to a location where we know there's no power, no electricity at all in that location, and and all our equipment is fully charged, and suddenly things go, we know it's nothing to do with ourselves, or no electric or no water. It's something to do that's caused that. I bet you've had that a few times. We have, yes. So as I say, people, I like, I like the fact that people are sceptical. I, I, I don't mind that. I think you've got to be slightly sceptical, even if you yeah. do, do paranormal investigations yourself. Because you can't go in fully committed, because you've got to have a little bit of doubt. Yeah, because when I advise people, if you go in saying, "Oh, I'm gonna cat, I'm gonna see a ghost or an apparition or this, that, and other," I've always said to them, just go in open-minded, just like doing normal buildings, and or even if you're at home, like say you're at home and that, then if you see something, then you know you saw, saw something. But like I said, if you go in saying you're gonna see something, it might not happen. Hmm. Uh, as I said. You come across as an intelligent person, Jay, and I, I'm, I'm sure that people listen, listen to you, and realise that yeah. they've learned a little. I hope they've learned little bits of what the do's and don'ts. Yeah. Now, is there any links um, you'd like to pass on before we we go in? Go on. Yeah, um, I like to me and Martin Allen from the Lincolnshire Spirit Seekers and another bloke. We went to. A location a few days ago. Uh, Martin's never been to this location. He we, we was uh, outside and he was telling me what he could pick up, what what it used to be, and, and uh, I knew that I knew the history about it. So I was, I was like, Martin, yes, this is this person, that's that person, that's that name. It was a certain sort something. So we went into the location. We picked up that many things in, in there. And literally, it blew his mind out. That is cool, isn't it? Especially when you you know that he's never been there, and he's gone in. With exactly. The, he's gone in with the attitude of, of I, I'll go keep my mind open. I'm not going to presume anything. So, so my, so my love and support goes out to him. He goes out his way to come and pick myself up. It picks up the other gentleman as well. So. But yes, he comes across as a, a person that will go out of his way to. Help people. Yes, exactly. And he has helped me, and I can't say he hasn't. He's been very generous about putting my podcast on his website, which I do appreciate. It's like it's, it's like he's, he's helped me from from day one. He's helped me to get a new logo, new name, new uh, YouTube channel. Literally gone out of his way. And there's not many people that do that. No, exactly, because it, when, if people do that, then they're, they're, they're going to expect it all in return. I think well, I think he, pay, he pays it back because you, you help him back in return. Exactly. That's why, that's why I said to Martin, I said, I'm behind you 2,000%. You've helped me. I'm going to these locations to get the things that you need, the videos that you, you need, the pictures that you need, and, that, and that's my way of repaying you. Yes, and I think the community spirit we're trying to develop, should, we'd like to encourage it. If anybody's listening, 
Please come along. Join join Paris Lincolnshire Spirit Seekers Pod uh, Seekers Official Group. It, you don't have to do anything more. You can post whatever you, you can post your own events on there if you wish. It's not it's not a problem. Just be part of our community because that's what we were trying to promote a community. Exactly. Right. Uh, Jay, I'd like to thank you for your time. No problem. Thank you very much for interviewing me. That's no problem. If you send me the links to your YouTube and your Facebook page, I should put them on the podcast link as well. Yep. Uh, would you be able to send me the link to the interview and that as well? Oh, yeah, it's not a problem. I've got, I've got various outlets. I've got yep. Podbeam, Anchor FM, which links to 11 other podcast sites. Yeah. One of them is Spotify, which I sometimes send a Spotify link because a lot of people can find that a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that that's the one I normally send as well because some of the others you have to download, but Spotify you can just sign up for the free the free one and just yeah. find my link and just listen in. So you can have a sit back and have a cup of tea and some biscuits. And, and then I'm going getting ready to go out and do an investigation. So. Okay, Jay. I'd like. I'd like. There's one more thing before I go. I'd like to yep. sign off. Now, don't be afraid, please. Sorry. <laughs> right. It's not right. Ready. <clears throat> Thank you, Jay, for being on my show. It was so nice Much of you to know. <laughs> so good night. Goodbye, and have a ghost. Good ghost hunt. Thank you very much. <laughs>